Live from our super-secret studios above Jacques' flower shop, this is Gerard at Large. Yeah, baby! Good morning, Manchester. Live and local. News, sports, politics, traffic, and weather. Rich isn't afraid to tackle the tough questions. Who told you you can eat my cookies? You talking to me? Yeah, I hear you. You had a question for me. It's all here on the Gerard at Large radio program. Hello? On 90.7 WLMW, New Hampshire Family Radio. I'm sorry, who'd you say you were? I am your host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to our one of Trot at Large. I am your, do I believe, the weather widget or the thermometer in my truck host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us because we just want to be loved. Yes, we do. Boop, boop, doo Ah. Uh, so much to talk about today. It's uh, 9-11. And uh, do you remember where you were when you first learned that planes had flown into buildings? I do. I was running for mayor at the time. And I was in my campaign headquarters. And my uh, campaign manager, Arlene Parent, said... You got to come see this. It was just after the first plane had hit. I was listening to Dan Pierce, the legendary local talk show host, Dan Pierce on WGIR, while watching the television. Of course, I missed the first plane flying into buildings, but I didn't miss the second one. And... Pretty much with the crashing of the second plane, you figured out that the first plane wasn't an accident. And then, of course, reports of additional planes being hijacked. Um, it was it was pretty clear that bad things had happened. I mean, it would have been bad had it been an accident. But um, with the second plane, I think every, I think all of us knew. I think all of us knew that a terror attack had been launched against the United States, and uh, the 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 petty people who populate our politics, you know, to this day, criticize the reaction of. President Bush, who at the time was in an elementary school surrounded by children reading books. Remember that? And Andy Card, his chief of staff, after the second plane hits, walks into the room Walks behind the president, bends over, whispers into his ear, Mr. President, America is under attack. Now, I don't know what the liberals who to this day criticize President Bush for how he handled this expected him to do. What's he supposed to do? 
run out of the building like his hair is on fire, scream, oh my God, we've been attacked. Personally, I thought that President Bush handled that moment with the uh, dignity and calm you would want a president to handle it. Now, clearly, he did not hang around for the next 15 or 20 minutes or longer. Clearly, he altered his schedule. I'm not mistaken, he may have finished the story that he was reading to the children before he left. But he made a a dignified and determined departure from those little kids without causing panic or alarm, which is what I would think you would want a president to do. Just saying. And then, of course, we understand what unfolded thereafter. The Pentagon takes a direct hit by another plane. And those brave folks over Pennsylvania who started to get word from their loved ones about what was happening and knew that their plane was not doing what it should were America's first real response. They took that plane down knowing that they would likely lose their lives in the process and, and what was it Todd Beamer said to his fellow brave men on the plane who stormed the cockpit? Let's roll. That, my friends, is American. And not only is it American, it, it brings to mind what drives me crazy about people and their political correctness. I was reading some things this morning, and I won't say which press releases they came from because I don't want it to be seen as a criticism of the issuing entity. But you know, the first responders in this case were not the valiant FDNY officers or NYPD or Capitol Police, or the Washington, D.C. Fire Department. No. They were Todd Beamer and the Americans on United 93 that risked their lives, ultimately losing their lives in what was America's first counterattack against the terrorists who had taken innocent life. That plane landed in a field in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, because they overwhelmed the terrorists who had taken their plane. They had crashed or stormed the cockpit. And in the fight to take control of the plane, crashed it. Experts believe that plane was headed for the Capitol Dome. For those of you who aren't sure what that is, That's the congressional building that so symbolizes our country. Perhaps it was headed to the other end of Pennsylvania Avenue toward the White House. They're not sure, but they believe it was one of the two. And had it not been for the first response of average American citizens, 
who took matters into their own hands in a desperate situation, perhaps the Capitol building, perhaps the White House, would have been target number four, destroyed. There were heartening days following the 9-11 attacks when Americans seemed to remember who they were and came together to face a common foe. But it didn't last long. And the divisions in this country that have been exacerbated by continued slash-and-burn-at-all-cost politics resurfaced with a vengeance. And we know the course that has come today. So, as we remember 9-11, and I I can't say that I uh, was personally touched by it, though classmates of mine and classmates of my brother-in-law, good friends of my brother-in-law, who worked in those buildings, lost their lives uh, that day. We as a country lost untold treasure in the lives that were sacrificed that day, or I should say the lives that were taken that day. But we, 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 we gained strength and hope from the lives, from those who sacrificed their lives that others might not die. The stories of heroism following that tra- the, 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 those dastardly attacks are often unknown and unreported, like the evacuation of Manhattan Island accomplished kind of like Dunkirk by thousands of average Americans who got into their boats to take people off that island because officialdom was overwhelmed. It's a fascinating uh, set of YouTube videos documenting the evacuation of Manhattan. And so it's my hope that as we come to grips with the fact that it's now been 16 years since planes flew into buildings and almost as long that we have been in places like Iraq and Afghanistan with politicians who were for the interventions before they were against it. The same politicians who demanded a second vote because they were on the wrong side, at least politically, of the first one at the time and got it and then said they were lied to. (laughs) So they voted the wrong way. It is my hope that at 9-11, the politicians in particular in this country and the people who support them will take a deep breath and start taking a look at what the facts of the situations that face this country really are and start addressing those in an honest way on any range 
of issues, in particular when it comes to the alleged illegitimacy of the current president. You notice, by the way, that Donald Trump is the second president of the last three who was illegitimately elected, right? Just happens to be the second Republican elected as well in the last three. So, you know, as I'm fond of saying here on this radio show, I am far more interested in getting it right than in being right. And if everyone would stop being a martyr to their cause and start being an honest broker in the process, we can have honest differences over how to address the facts of the situation as they uh, present themselves. But what we can't have are dishonest representations of those facts to fit a pre-arranged narrative, whatever the narrative may be. And it's my hope that people will stop with the personal nastiness, and this is at all levels, even the school board, in light of today's sad anniversary, and recognize that there are bigger and better things that need our attention, our honest attention, our best efforts. And that the partisanship, the bitter squabbling, I shouldn't say the partisanship, but the needlessly hyper-partisanship that has come to characterize the politics in the mean-spirited, hate-filled, personal assaults on people's character, integrity, and reputation uh, because they, they can't win the argument, really, so they have to destroy the people making it, will come to an end that we might honor all those who had their lives taken and all those who offered their lives that others might live on this day, 16 years after it happened. This is Gerard at Large. 